Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Hustle Magazine podcast. If you subscribed from last week, thank you very much. It does mean a lot to us here in the office and everyone involved in putting together these podcasts. Uh, Make sure you, if you haven't subscribed, make sure you do hit subscribe. But on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about Instagram influencers. Are they legit? Are they bullshit? What is going on with their following rate and how many guys are following them versus engagement versus likes versus pictures they post? How much do they really get paid? And is it worth even trying to become an Instagram influencer? All of that's going to be covered on today. So make sure you keep tuning in. So the topic for today's podcast at Hustle Magazine is Instagram influencers, how to best use them if you're a brand or a business, especially if you're starting out, you've got a low marketing budget and you just want to get as much reach and exposure as possible. Or if you're an actual person in the industry or a particular field and you want to become an Instagram influencer, hey, what's the best way to go about it? What can I expect? How how hard do I have to work? That's quite a big question that we get often asked. What can I expect? How much can I expect? So on and so forth. So let's let's start this off as a brand's point of view. If you're a brand and you're you're a small business, maybe you're a cafe or a, let let's use a clothes store. Let's use a clothing store for an example. Um, you know, you started out, you've got some cool designs, but you you want to get more market reach. You're, you're unsure about your social spend on ads, but you've you've heard about influencer marketing. How what's the best way to go about it? Well. Just open up something like Instagram and start looking at certain hashtags. And really, this starts back at your marketing strategy. Which market segment are you positioned in? How do you position yourself in that segment? What is your goal for your marketing channels? Like, Do you want market reach? Do you want customer loyalty? Because they're two very different marketing approaches. Where do you sit in the market currently? Are you well known? Are you not unwell known? Are you, you know, a market leader in trend? Are you not? Are you a follower or are you, uh, you know, do you go out there and you create new designs that are so left field that everyone thinks, wow, they're weird and then in a year's time, everyone's wearing them. You've got to figure out where you are in the market. You've got to figure out who you are as a brand and a brand personality. Then you've got to figure out, okay, what's my consumer base and what are they, where do they sit and where do they look and what do they look at? What are they engaged in? How do they engage with it? How do they find that content that they engage with. And quite often it's through influencers. Now, that doesn't necessarily formulate your entire influencer strategy, but it's a fucking great way to start it. So you've got to find out, right, who is my key audience and who is my target demographic and who is my current customer base and see the gap. Then you've got to find out, right, that gap or my target who do they follow on Instagram or, or social media in general? Why do they follow them? And how often do they see their content? Those people are your influencers. Now, there's different ways of going about it as well, you can, depending on your budget. If you want someone with 5,000 followers, it's going to cost you much less than someone with 500,000 followers. There's a very big difference. Someone with you know 5,000 to 15 to 20,000 followers if you're a clothing store, it's really only going to cost you a t-shirt and a pair of pants. And in, in the grand scheme of things, that is a very low cost for the reach potential that you have and the marketing uh, asset that you have there in, in form of content. If, you, if you're talking about someone with 500000 plus, look, it's going to start costing you some dollars. But 
you've got to think as well, that reach, that's what you're paying for. You're not paying for the person themselves. You're paying for the person's reach. And the person's reach is essentially their organic following base. Now, that's the very crude way of talking about reach, but that's the basis way of talking about reach is their following base. And this leads to a couple of issues, especially if you're a brand and you have to do a lot of research into influencers before deciding to go with, with one in general. Many brands or influencers used to use an application called Instagress. Now, Instagress was a, essentially a software application which you put in a bunch of hashtags and, and, and a page would be following, unfollowing, liking, commenting on it automatically for you. It took a lot of legwork out of social media in general and it was very cost effective and very inexpensive so pretty much everyone did use it and to be honest it gained everyone a lot of followers it gained all of our influencers a fair few followers but you got to think those followers may not be genuine so you have to find the influencers that have a genuine following there's a couple of ways of seeing that out or finding out if their following base is genuine uh, the easiest way is actually just looking at their engagement demo, their engagement rates. Sorry, so the percentage of average likes on a photo to their following base that shows you how many people are engaged. Average comment rate, uh, time of posting as well that makes a big difference on if they're genuine or not genuine. So, do your research in your influencer, and like everything, make sure you're diversified. I wouldn't be signing one influencer. I'd be signing like twelve at a time. So that's 12 t-shirts for a clothing brand. That is absolutely nothing for the return that you're going to get. Make sure you give your influencer some guidelines around posting. Look, you know, a basic guideline can be, hey, you know, just give us a shout out. Make sure you tag us on the photo. Make sure you tag us in the caption. Uh, we want something along the lines of uh, the guys at Hustle Magazine sent us an, an awesome, sent me an awesome t-shirt. Check it out at you know, here's a link to their profile or you can buy it now online here, use my discount code. But discount codes, that's a whole other conversation. But make sure you give them some parameters in what to post and how to post. Point number one, do your research. Point number two, do your research into your strategy and how an influencer will fit into your strategy. And point number three, just follow up. And if they're a good influencer and you start seeing return from them, keep them engaged because it's going to cost you a lot less down the track if you keep using the same influencer rather than using one, not talking to them for six months and then re-engaging because then you keep them engaged in your life cycle. If you don't, there's no way that you know they're going to be engaged with your brand and you're more likely to get more free posts out of someone that's engaged than, than isn't engaged. Another cool idea that I saw, <clears throat> I think it was Coke used on social, was actually turning account followers into influencers. And this happens through competitions. So they'd, they'd open up a competition. They'd ask for, you know, post a photo with your favorite Coke moment, Coca-Cola moment. And then they'd repost those, either the top 10 or the top 20 photos on their account, but they'd actually contact those people to let them know, hey, your photo's been reposted, congratulations, you've won a slab of Coke or you've you know, won a year's supply or whatever, but would you actually consider becoming an influencer for us on social? That is a perfect way of turning customer engagement and community engagement into being an influencer and a marketing asset as well. But a lot of you on this channel, you're probably thinking, hey, I'm a person out there, I've got 1,500 or 1500 or you know or 30,000 followers how do I be how do I become an influencer 
make sure, well, there's a couple of steps involved. Step one, have a theme to your channel and, and go on YouTube. Look at Peter McKinnon. He has an amazing YouTube uh, video about how to uh, really pimp up your Instagram profile so it's attractive to brands. But really narrow down what you want your Instagram profile to be about and ultimately what do you want to influence if you're a fitness junkie and then you go, you know, spruce up your Instagram page with travel shots, but you've never been out of the country, that's not going to work. But if you're if you're into the gym and then that's all you post about, you are 100% more likely to be an influencer for a gym or a protein brand or a gym wear brand. So think about that. Make sure your content is or is organic and that you actually create it yourself because if you don't and then an agency like myself or a brand uh, comes and approaches you and asks you to be an influencer, you get caught out that way. So make sure you take your own content, invest in a camera. Your iPhone 7 Plus is pretty damn good with 4K, but I always recommend shooting with a DSLR. And then, so spruce it up, make sure you know what you're talking about, and then start approaching brands. And approaching brands can be in the form of giving them free shout-outs, but also messaging the brands, getting in contact with a social media manager, getting in contact like an agency like ourselves. Hey guys, it's something along the lines of, hey guys, uh, I'm an influencer. I've got, you know, these are my profile stats. I've got 30,000 followers. My average engagement rate is, you know, 8.9%, whatever it is. I want to become an influencer. I haven't got any brands in my book, so I'm willing to do some free work to get my name out there. That is the very best way to get anywhere in this industry is offer something of value for free and then start asking for cash. Like Gary V's book, it was jab, 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 left hook or jab, 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 right hook. Give, 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 ask. It's not take, it's ask. So you've got to give something for free, give something for free, give something for free. But the free doesn't necessarily mean it's always going to be free. You'd be surprised. A lot of Brands will sign you on a free, con- you know, they'll give you a free contract or five free t-shirts and then a month later they'll actually sign you and start paying you. So make sure you give, give, give and then ask. Point number one. Point number two, always stay true to yourself. Don't ever start thinking about, oh, well, you know, I'm in travel, now I want to be in fitness. Uh, well, you can diversify into them but it becomes a bit more difficult. But for example, say you were in uh, hospitality, you love food, you loved coffee, every single morning you went out for breakfast, so you became a coffee and breakfast, breakfast influencer, good luck changing into the automotive industry. It's not going to happen. So stick with it, make sure you, you sort out your niche, you sort out who you are as a person and start from there and just stay true to yourself. Then start messaging brands and they're just Keep hustling until you find a brand that wants to work with you. And that's really the best way to go about it. I'm not an influencer myself because I personally don't want to be. I'm sure if I put the time and effort into it, I could very easily be one, but I just don't have that desire. And if I did it without the desire, it's going to come off negatively to brands anyway. So I've been able to get a following of, I think, 3,000 followers pretty easily. It's not really been a massive goal of mine. It's not a focus of mine, Instagram, my own personal one or or uh, or any of those, so it's not been a huge focus. So three thousand is pretty modest, but technically I am an influencer because I've got three thousand followers. So you got to think about those. You got to think about those things now. How legitimate is an influencer's following, and 
and what's really your currency to trade in. So as an influencer, your currency of trade is eyes. That's that's it. Eyes, reach, engagement, and eyes. And when I say eyes, E-Y-E-S. Eyes on your photos and, and content that you post, that is your currency. As brands, what you're shopping for, you're shopping for eyes and you're shopping for for reach. That's that's the name of the game. Any brand that has a higher reach at the end of these, you know, at the end of any marketing campaign is winning. That is the name of the game. So if you're an influencer and you're wanting to become an influencer, you want to put those facts in front of brands straight away. Look, what's my reach rate? What's my engagement rate and percentage? What's my average post per week? What's my highest engagement post of all time? Uh, what are my key interests? What are my key facts? What are my, what am, what's my demographic split of my audience? That's a key one. This is all free information on the Instagram app. You can easily pick all this up and find it yourself. Uh, just YouTube it or send us a message and we can send you a how-to. It's not that hard. But uh, yeah, I'd definitely be starting to put those key facts in front of brand to show them who you are, what you are about, and so on and so forth. Um, yeah, that that's pretty much it for influencers. I mean, there's not really much to it. It's the... It's the new school of old school word of mouth marketing. That's all it is. There's nothing special about influencers. There's nothing, holy shit, this is revolutionary. Well, even though Gary V says, wow, this is revolutionary, he knows deep down inside it is just old school word of mouth marketing. That is it. You wonder why one cafe, if there's two cafes in the street, sorry, and they're right next to each other, and one's always packed and one's dead, you know, they obviously all started out equal when they started on the same date. But why is one packed and why is one dead? Well, because everyone talks about the one on the left that's packed and no one talks about the one on the right that's dead. That's what it comes down to. Influencers influence people's word of mouth marketing. Think about it. When was the last time you heard someone on a train or a tram or a bus say, oh, have you seen that recent Kardashian picture? Well, yeah, there you go. There's word of mouth marketing. Um... You know, an easy one was when you go and have a look at breakfast. You know, next time you go out on a Sunday, actually, take a notepad or take your phone and jot down how many people you see taking photos of their brunch and a soy latte. I guarantee you it is more than 20. Guaranteed, in an hour, there will be more than 20 people taking photos of their either soy latte or their, you know, breakfast or smashed avocado on toast. Guaranteed. And why? Because people fucking love it. That's the it. And people take photos to post on Instagram because they know people love looking at that those photos so they'll get more followers. Bang. Easy. That is how a 20-year-old's mind works on Instagram when they're out with friends on a Sunday morning at 11 o'clock hungover as from Saturday night. It's not, oh, what happened last night? It's, oh, wow, look at that. That'll look amazing on Instagram. That'll get me 50 followers. Bang, done, post. Thank you very much for coming. Get inside a 20-year-old's mind... Think like a 20-year-old on social media as a brand and you will kill it. But if you think like a 50-year-old executive sitting around a board table thinking, oh, I've got to sign this influencer, you aren't going to win. You aren't going to even get anywhere close. But you need to start thinking like a 20-year-old in that exact example. 11 a.m. on a Sunday, hungover from going out the night before, ordered breakfast, bang, what do you do when it arrives at the table? And the classic, classic, go, go, Go to any restaurant, actually, on a Saturday night as well. Go to any restaurant on a Saturday night. Sit in the corner by yourself. Look like an absolute loser, but you will have eyes on every single one in the room. 
and make sure you jot down how many photos you see taken of the food or drinks. At a bar, same deal. Same deal. If you go to a bar, you know, how many people take photos of cocktails? I'm sure if you're listening to this and you go out on a Saturday night or a Friday night after work with friends, you'll take two or three photos of your drinks and, and the fact that you're out with mates. You'll probably take four or five ugly ass selfies, but then you won't post those. You'll post the good photos about the drinks and the food. But hey, that is exactly what we're talking about because that is influencing people on social media, on Instagram that follow you, that you're at, at bar X or restaurant X, look at that food. And if that is engaging for them and that go and they think, oh, that looks nice. Well, they'll go there especially if it's in a populated area. So that's what you've got to think about if you're a brand and looking for influencers to looking to expand your reach. There's a couple of other things that influencers do uh, on Instagram especially. Uh, think about the explore page. We might cover that in another podcast topic. Um, the explore page is a really interesting one, especially the algorithm. I mean, the algorithm that Instagram have installed there with the uh, location services on Instagram is quite powerful and it's amazing. If you're a small cafe, restaurant or bar, man, if you are not tagging your own business, you are just shooting yourself in the foot. Same if you're a, a retail brand. Uh, you, yeah, you, you are way behind the game. You need to start really upping your location game on Instagram. Um, up your photo game by buying a camera. Don't go cheap, but I'm not saying go out and buy a $10,000 body. Just go out and buy like a $600 point and shoot that has Wi-Fi to your phone. That's all you need. But you would be surprised and you'll be amazed about the camera quality of how 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 the difference in camera quality affects your follower and fan base and your engagement rates. If you have amazing shots, because Instagram is a visual medium, you've got to remember, we're talking about photos, yeah? If you have an amazing photo bank or a visual bank, right, and you've got the right theme on your phone, or on your page and your, and your feed, and you've got the right, you know, your your theme might be monochrome, right, or black and white. Fuck it, let's go, let's go all out, black and white, right? If you stick with that, people will start following you because they enjoy your black and white photography. Now, I'm not saying you've got to be a pro photographer. Just do a couple of YouTube uh, how-tos, how to become a better Instagram photographer. There are thousands and thousands of videos out there. Why? Because they want you to subscribe, so it converts it into dollars for them, but that's another conversation on YouTube. Go and do those how-tos. Just go and shoot. Just that's a really good hashtag on Instagram. Just go and shoot. But just go and shoot out and as many photos as you can day by day because that's how you best learn how to take good quality photos. Learn how to use your camera. Learn how to use your phone. Learn how to use the story, the live videos as well. Live is going to be a massive episode here on The Hustle Magazine. And just go for it. If you're a person, look, what have you got to lose? The worst thing that can happen is your friends laugh at you for like five seconds and then they get over it because they're too focused on their bloody soy latte at brunch at 11 a.m. on a Sunday. They're not going to care. No one's going to care. Just go and take photos. Make sure they're good quality. Make sure they follow the theme. Make sure that, you know, the, the coloring's all right. Do the videos. Do the editing how-tos. Do, do everything on YouTube. If you want to get somewhere as an influencer, you have to put in the work and you have to put in the knowledge and the time and the energy and effort to become there. But once you are there, you know you can expand very quickly. Once you're an influencer with 50,000 followers, bang, off you go. You can expand that 50 to 100 in no time, 100 to 500 in no time. You just got to know how. And that's like that we help influencers every day on that. But we also help brands select influencers every day. So if, look, 
If anyone's got any questions on influencer marketing, especially on Instagram, how to do it, how to become an influencer, so on and so forth, look, send us a message or just comment or, or find us on social, do whatever you want to do, but make sure you get in contact with us, send us a message. I'll do my best to answer everyone. Uh, if there's a really good point, actually, we'll cover it in next week's episode, but until then, thanks for listening. Make sure you hit the thumbs up button. Let me know what you think about the podcast as well because it's going through a bit of a trial and error phase. So like we're tossing up in the in-house, look, do we need four guys on this podcast? Are going to just be one? Should it be two? Should we have a conversation going? What should be going on? So make sure you let me know what you want to hear and what you want to see uh, in the podcast. But yeah, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you listen again and again and again and again because there are some absolute gold nuggets in this uh in this uh, podcast, which I normally sell to heaps of clients, so don't go selling them. But uh, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe, and I'll catch you on the next cast. The